Hello, I'm Guillermina Gonzalez, Executive Director of the Delaware Arts Alliance, your host for today. And with me, we have Anne-Marie Miller, Executive Director of Art Pride New Jersey. Welcome to the show, Anne-Marie. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. It's always uh, um, nice to have uh, somebody so knowledgeable and so successful in, in what uh, New Jersey is doing arts-wise. So, first of all, congratulations for so many successes in the first place. Thank you. And then uh, your knowledge is so vast that in this case, uh, let's go and concentrate on creative districts and the many efforts that you've been doing uh, in New Jersey and perhaps relating to some examples. So we're going to go from there. But uh, for the sake of the exercise, it'll probably be important for people to know your organization a little bit. Do you want to give us a... um, brief overview uh, to understand what Art Pride New Jersey is all about, uh, Anne-Marie? Sure. Um, Art Pride New Jersey is our state arts advocacy organization and also offers um, a variety of programs and services that assist arts groups throughout the state um, in terms of marketing and uh, audience development. And we are also uh, a, a major connector of the arts to other private and public sectors throughout the state to remind everyone how important the arts are to New Jersey's quality of life. And important to mention that the, the organization has been there for how long? We will be 30 next year. But you look fantastic, so you've not been there <laughs> for 30 years, that's for sure. Uh, but in any event, the organization has been there for 30 years. How long have yeah. you been leading the organization? Oh. I've been there for 19 years. Oh, well, there you go. You look still look fantastic, so good good for you. Um, first question, Anne-Marie, uh, and concentrating our conversation on creative districts and creative placemaking. I've heard both terms being used in occasions uh, uh, interchanging. Uh, people interchange those ideas. I know that there are differences, so let me uh, go there. What is the difference between creative placemaking and creative districts, in your opinion? Well, in, in my opinion, I think um, cultural districts have um, are more or less more formally designated either by their municipalities, um, the counties, or the state. Mm-hmm. Um, creative placemaking um, is more the theoretical combination of ingredients that help make um, towns a more dynamic and interesting and authentic through um, a variety of of artistic pursuits. There you go. And uh, actually, uh, these kind of efforts, uh, being there, done that for a longer time than people might anticipate. But uh, creative placemaking and creative districts or cultural districts are like the boss award these days. Uh, Do you have any idea why is this happening Yeah, I think actually a lot of this um, is a result of the recent recession um, and the fact that um, municipal officials and and creative entrepreneurs are looking at their downtown areas and trying to find the um, most expedient way um, to bring them back to um, some dynamic nature uh, in terms of getting feet on the street, and um, businesses reopened, storefronts more lively, um, and they're realizing that it, it, it 
um, with a little with some leadership and um, you know some creative uh, thinking, they're able to pull together a variety of factors that can help make that happen in a relatively quick manner. Mm-hmm. And so um, it's it's helping a lot of our downtowns come back from from the recession. There you go. And and from that perspective, uh, can you tell us some uh, what what kind of programs are happening uh, from that perspective in New Jersey these well, days? Um, yeah, in New Jersey, there are a variety of, of programs. Um, in in particular, there is one along um, the Monmouth County uh, and Ocean County core, which is along the, the ocean side, mm-hmm. um, connecting about eight or nine different communities called um, the MoCo Arts Corridor. So it's the Monmouth County Arts Corridor. Um, they recently received a National Endowment for the Arts Our Town grant to be able to. Um, connect there's a, a shoreline train line that runs along that area uh, but also with bike paths and walking paths um, highlight the artistic destinations along those uh, nine different towns mm-hmm. um, in addition um, the the capital city of Trenton recently um, also received a, a grant from the NEA's our town program to re- uh, revitalize uh, the historic downtown through the through the arts, where there's a really uh, interesting and very dynamic arts community um, that has existed uh, for a very long time, but is now very active. Um, in, in addition to that, in Camden, um, the Art Place America uh, recently awarded a grant um, in downtown Camden, which has really suffered for a very long period of time to assist with um, our creative placemaking and um, in, in Atlantic City, uh, where you've, you know, heard recent news about the, um, the casino problems, um, but between the Art Place America uh, invested $150,000 in uh, creating a, a side uh, destination to the, the recently opened Arts Garage um, to provide a public space where people can uh, sit and enjoy uh, the arts and, and outside um, the arts, the new arts garage there. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a lot of a lot of activity happening, um, and even in in the uh, the town where Art Pride is headquartered, Burlington City, mm-hmm. it's a very sleepy historic town. There's a lot of interest in public art uh, along the Delaware River. Uh, where our our uh, Riverside Park is underused um, and uh, providing new uh, work and living space for artists near the Delaware River waterfront. Various so, initiatives. So it's not just one, it's various happening at the yes. same time. Yes. Out of those, and marie um, tell us concretely what kind of benefits uh, has that brought to the community or communities where they are happening? Well, in, in the MoCo Arts Quarter, it's, it's part of the Sandy revitalization efforts. Mm-hmm. So um, it's helping uh, look at the towns along the shore and uh, in Monmouth County and how the arts can contribute to uh, bringing those towns back um, in a lively way after, you know, the hurricane. Um, in, in Camden, it's part of an ongoing effort to help make the city more safe. 
Um, so um, the arts are being looked at in an in, um, interesting way in terms of providing some additional public safety where people actually feel comfortable being outside um, and, and um, in community um, arts events. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, you know, in, in, in our town of Burlington, where, where Art Pride is, um, it's really about bringing the downtown back and trying to um, get uh, folks, in, you know, investing in restaurants and, um, you know, the economic uh, up, upturn of that, that city, which has suffered for quite a while with um, a significant number of, of empty storefronts mm-hmm. and, um, and, and the need for um, a, a better waterfront usage there you go um is it difficult in your opinion to develop creative districts um and i'm referring to a conversation that i had uh, a few weeks ago with uh, carrie gray the managing director of the wilmington renaissance corporation who is spearheading the efforts of um, the same type of efforts here in wilmington and uh, indeed requires of a coalition, and he was, uh, she was uh, referring to specifics uh, for Wilmington, but overall and based on your experience in New Jersey, uh, what is the kind of coalition or what needs to happen uh, to make it happen? And is it easy to develop those kind of coalitions? Well, I, I don't think it's it's hard to develop the coalitions, mm-hmm. um, but I think you know it takes a little bit of of political skill for um, you know a leader to be able to convince um, some skeptics mm-hmm. um, that that there is actual real economic benefit, um, and I think that when those um, when the case is made in a in a solid way. Um, in terms of how resources can be pulled together to benefit the community um, in a greater way, then you know that case is made. Mm-hmm. Um, I, um, and but it, it, I mean, I think it does take somebody who is a good salesperson and at the same time um, can um, listen to the community concerns and address them in a way that's not, um, you know, patronizing, but really takes into account. Um, you know how people feel, and and um, allays some fears. Mm-hmm. There you go. And we're going to continue talking about creative districts and and uh, cultural districts. But uh, for the time being, let me re-engage with the audience to let you know that you're tuned into News Radio 1450 WILM and 1410 WDOV for the Delaware State of the Arts Radio Show. We have today. Uh, with us, Anne-Marie Miller. She is the executive director of Art, Art Pride New Jersey, a good friend of um, this uh, this station. And thanks, Anne-Marie, uh, for having the time. We're always learning from you. And in this case, we're learning a lot from what's happening, creative uh, districts-wise in New Jersey. Thank you, Garamine. It's, it's a delight to talk about it. And uh, you're talking about, and, and we've discussed that in some other occasions, it requires of a leader uh, able to connect the dots. Uh, it's been the case, uh, like in San Antonio, it's been the case in Pittsburgh, it's been the case in many other uh, municipalities and cities. And I believe, based on what you said, that is the case also in New Jersey. Isn't that the case? Yeah, I, no, I agree. I, I think that um, 
someone who has actually been through the experience once um, is a, is equipped to do it again in a in an easier and meaningful way um, because they know uh, where the concerns of communities are and they've. They can easily point to so any success stories that have taken place. There you go. And based again on your experiences in New Jersey, what are the things that need to be in place, uh, Anne Marie, uh, or, or maybe remembering those successful stories? What is the thing that seems to be the common ground in terms of what has to be in that creative district effort to be successful? Well, <clears throat> I, I think um, the the main ingredient really is always the leadership. So I, I think someone with a vision um, and who has a knowledge of how um, municipal government works mm -hmm. is really helpful because um, they know and can plug in a variety of different resources that um, may relate to housing and energy, um, the 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 tax structure of the of the municipality, um, the makeup politically and demographically of the community, um, and and so some some knowledge of of really how um, what what this community is comprised of makes a, a huge difference. Someone coming in cold that just says I want to make this happen is mm -hmm. really not usually very successful. Wishful thinking, but not necessarily connected to reality. Exactly. So housing is a big part of these creative district efforts. Isn't that the case? Yeah, I, I think it is the case. I mean, we've seen a lot of um, uh, successes and failures in New Jersey, um, you know, with regard to housing. Um, and also timing, um, you know, has a, a lot to do with it as well because, um, you know, we've seen efforts at the wrong um, economic time fail. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, so when um, w when there is um, you know a, a stronger um, base, um, you know, economically, or you know, the the tide is moving in that favor, um, you know, I think that that's helpful as well. Um, but besides housing, I think transportation is another ingredient, and I know that in the case of of, of Rahway and Burlington, which um, are our major partner who's who's working on this um, sees the um, the waterfront the availability of transportation um, you know and the potential for develop developing housing all as ingredients that are very helpful and uh, housing indeed is a, is a big is there something else that uh, is not uh, maybe of importance of, at the beginning of these efforts or maybe is oversighted and, and, and people do not pay the, the attention they should in your opinion well I you know I think it's a variety of different ingredients because of, of whatever the however the community is constituted you know in some cases it's affordable housing that's needed mm -hmm. in other cases it's live workspace that's needed in other cases like in Jersey City there's a, a, a huge um, development of, of new housing for um, for people who are maxed out in New York City mm -hmm. uh, moving into New Jersey. So it's a brand new opportunity there for um, you know for um, young people to uh, be able to actually afford housing in Jersey City that they can't afford in Manhattan. 
So, um, you know, they're looking at, at all those opportunities in relationship to also providing um, what they call 24-hour activities within a city. So, um, you know, whether it's, it's um, the availability of um, coffee houses or um, arts facilities, mm-hmm. um, you know, all those ingredients are really important. Mm-hmm. One of the things that Carrie Gray was mentioning time ago is the need, uh, the, the creative uh, individuals express the need for spaces for um, uh, to, to exchange ideas, to have a creative place where they could just mingle, um, to begin developing uh, somehow like uh, this uh, camaraderie that sometimes is not necessarily there in terms of space. Was that the case for New Jersey? Yeah, actually, that's happening in Newark. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and it, it's based in um, the visual arts community mm-hmm. um, that has um, taken over some spaces for individual galleries. But um, there's a lot of public art that's popping up in um, Newark. Some of it is community-based. Some of it is uh, street art that has a more sort of curatorial artistic sense mm-hmm. and what's happening are that the artists are coming together in um, you know sort of live workspace apartment dwellings to talk about all the um, the needs of the artists in the community mm-hmm. to place the pub- public art in an appropriate way um, to include the artists in an appropriate way so you know that kind of discussion and mingling is is happening in, in apartments that are just Um, artist apartments in mm-hmm. What are the lessons to learn in uh, New Jersey's experiences in terms of don't go that way, that's not the right <laughs> thing to do, which is uh, frequently the case, uh, or maybe not in your case, but uh, what could be those lessons that need to be learned um, and maybe applied to avoid making those mistakes, if you will? Well, I, I think the biggest lesson is um, not to follow the build it and they will come, um, you know, sort of doctrine, mm-hmm. um, it's the field of dreams type of thing. Um, I, I think that, um, you know, just saying we're going to build a performing arts center or renovate a center in our town and that's going to solve all the problems is probably not the right way to go. Um, and I've seen that happen a, a, a lot uh, mm-hmm. without considering the entire community and, um, you know, and, and how it, that fits into everything else that's happening within the community. Mm-hmm. So I, I would think that's probably the biggest piece. I think it has to be more organic and holistic mm-hmm. approach that starts with the community and then, you know, looks at the, the types of assets that are in the mm-hmm. community and where, you know, they can be best used. So you're talking about a community assessment. You're talking about a strategic plan that probably has a different type of, of definition in these cases, but uh, something that is more strategic in nature and not necessarily just one particular need. Is right, exactly. And yeah. and we've actually been working with a group called Sustainable Jersey um, that has more environmental um, aspect to it, but at mm-hmm. the same time, um, different communities can... Um, become accredited and available and have granting available to them um, through this program and what we've tried to do is institute arts credits mm-hmm. in sustainable Jersey and one of them has to do with building a creative team and doing a creative asset map of your town um, and they can gain points towards 
their accreditation by by doing that. And we've seen many smaller towns take advantage of that aspect and, and are starting to do planning from the bottom up. Let's assume that somebody somewhere in Delaware is thinking about, gosh, I got to do something about this town city uh, and, uh, and I need to begin. How can we help this individual? What well, what we do at Art Pride is, is um, well, we connect with the various service organizations um, that um, bring people together, uh, whether it's Main Street, New Jersey, downtown New Jersey, we have Together North Jersey, um, there's a variety of those, and try to connect them with the um, arts leaders uh, in their individual, um, you know, individual towns. Uh, we also have a group that has been meeting in, in open space convenings around the state called Creative New Jersey, mm-hmm. and they use, um, they use the open space uh, forum tactic to talk about a variety of different issues affecting towns and approaching them in a creative way. And in many cases, the arts people are the ones also you know, involved in that, um, the cultural leaders talking about everything from affordable housing and mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, correctional institutions to um, planning and environmental concerns, educational concerns. So it's a, it's a, what we try to do is connect people as much mm-hmm. as we can. So the alliance in your case work as a connector to different yes. outlets. Yes. That's your main contribution to these kind of creative district efforts then. Yes, exactly. There you go. Um, and uh, with that, you know, you're not going to believe this, but uh, time flies when people are having fun. And uh, as always, we're learning a lot from you and having fun with you. We've had Anne-Marie Miller, Art Pride New Jersey, sharing experiences in New Jersey about creative and cultural districts uh, where we can all learn and apply, if uh, possible, to Delaware. So for the time remaining, I just want to thank you, Anne-Marie, again for your time. As always, uh, we learn from you a lot. Thank you, Carmina. I really appreciate you inviting me. Thanks.